Hello and welcome back to Galactic Goddess Podcast and TV. I'm your host, Rod Anelia, and today we have a very special guest, Stasia Bliss, who is a life force energy educator and a sacred relationship and (laughs) intimacy coach. Yes, (laughs) Yes. intimacy. (laughs) And she will be in the forthcoming book, Energy, Healing and Soul Medicine, as one of the co-authors. Welcome, Stasia. Thank you, Radha. Such an honor to be here with you. <laughs> I like that. It's we funny. I flipped up the intimacy. <laughs> right? I know. I'm like, it is sort of like that. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is very funny because um, earlier we were talking about the second puberty and hormonal shifts and what that means at this time. Yes. Does it feel like it that we are actually going through a hormonal upgrade? And so it activates much of the same things we experienced in puberty, though not necessarily physically, but within ourselves, we're evolving and it's sort of awkward, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Second puberty, That it sounds like, oh my goodness, what does that mean? Second pu- puberty was hard enough the first time. <laughs> right, but think about the process and what it did for us. It catapulted us out of childhood and toward adulthood, right? It sent us on that journey to quote unquote, grow up in our bodies and become our full like physical representation. Yeah. So yeah, so again, a, a second puberty is like an evolutionary leap for us, um, though we don't necessarily have a good map like we had when we were young. We saw that our parents were grown up and we were going to grow up like them and be big or whatever. But this idea of evolution is a little more shrouded in mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, feels, it really feels like there's a huge unfolding. I definitely feel so many hormonal shifts going on in my own body. Yes. Something like I am not hitting menopause yet, but I'm definitely feeling like I I mean just sometimes I get warm and sometimes I get cold. It just feels like my body is doing something, you know. And it absolutely is, Radha. We are going through a kundalini awakening on the planet. And that actually we actually do release new hormones. Some call them God hormones, but there are evolutionary hormones that allow us to mature more spiritually as humans. And I believe it was built into our biology to do this. Mm, I feel it. This is the time that many have spoken about where you know we're going to be making all these changes while we're in the body so it's like we don't have to um we we don't have to pass away in order to make quantum leaps at this time we can actually we can actually make those quantum leaps in this lifetime this is a very so so true but it's also a lot of pressure it's like a pressure cooker you know like you feel like a diamond being you know like coal being mm-hmm. that diamond <laughs> absolutely for sure it's hard work to endure the fires of transformation and not die you know yeah. <laughs> like in our in our other lifetimes if you want to say or other opportunities experiencing this sort of pressure the physical body would just give up and we would leave this is my understanding and my belief and then this time we're going through this process of processing what's going on and expanding our ability to hold that too yes 
I feel I really feel that it's such an opportunity and I think we should all make every effort we can to stride forward even if we fall on our faces and which we do yes. on the way like stuff yes. like I couldn't say intimacy earlier <laughs> <laughs> yeah again and keep going because nothing can stop us right <laughs> for sure and this is why I'm so excited to talk about this subject today because I really do feel like not just us personally but our relationships are growing up too Mm-hmm. that we're going through an evolution in that and we have to we have to in order to go to the next level right absolutely and so what what are the new earth relationships evolving into do you feel well so i actually see sovereign beings like king queen essence where they're working together in harmony but honoring each other's full soul essence so there is like a movement away from any kind of hierarchy, right, in the relationship necessarily. And yet both one honors what the other one's strength is. So we're not trying to be the same. We're trying, we're, we're actually like, wow, a man is big and strong. Like, wow, that's so hot and sexy. Wow, women is, you know, like curvy and is moody and wild. That's hot, you know, like that yeah. we actually like fall in love with the realness of each other instead of some fantasy, like, you know, version of us. Exactly. I don't, there's this meme that has Kuan Yin and Kali. It's like, it has, if you can't accept me at my worst as Kali, then you don't get me at my best and it's Kuan Yin, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. But there's a lot of truth to that because I think that's what plagues our relationship dynamics now is this idea that, you know, and I, I honestly, I get on dating apps to meet clients because I want to, you know, like assist other people if they'll, if they're open to it, to seeing relationships in a new light. But boy, it's, it's a really tough scene out there. And what I really <laughs> see a lot is just the people saying, I don't want the drama. Yes, I want I'm this so thing, good. quote, no drama. And, you, and you know, to me, that's saying, I don't want to experience a real person at all. Mm-hmm. I just want sex, yeah. you know, like, because the drama, as much as we may not like it, is our wild nature. Like it is our whole humanness trying to come out and play. Mm-hmm. Although I have to say, you know, I'm really enjoying this, you know, solo time, like just being in the mountains and not being bothered. I keep, I'm getting so much done at the speed of light. I mean, I'm putting in the hours, putting in the work, but it's not this stop and like, oh, you know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, well, that's you. the other beautiful thing about evolving relationships is they don't have to be constant. They don't have to be like in your face all the time, mm-hmm. you know, like what if your relationship dynamic is an ebb and flow and you see them sometimes and sometimes you don't like and that maybe there isn't just one of them maybe you have several beautiful people that you connect with and some are more friendly i mean this is this is a possible network of different kind of love you know that we learn how to find what stories work best for us and we live into that right and if that's monogamy that's great and if that's just different emphasis at different times mm-hmm. you know we are moving into a more quantum sort of field so to honor how the quantum works is also cool <laughs> yeah it is really interesting like i you know i grew up reading those fairy tales and mm-hmm. always wanting that prince on a white horse well, let me tell you it doesn't always work like that <laughs> and like, I was like, yeah, i'm gonna get on that horse myself and i'm gonna be a, not just a princess but i'll be a queen because you right. can't 
you simply cannot wait sometimes for you know like for someone to fulfill you you better get on that yourself you know and absolutely so what are the downfalls like i'd love to like what's the downfall of the old relationship paradigm if we keep like pulling it forward the downfalls um it's sort of waiting for someone who's pretty much got their shit together, you know? <laughs> right, no, which is more than we ask of ourselves, really. <laughs> yeah, they could just show up and be awesome. But, but you know, and, and sort of be the leader in some ways. I think that's the old paradigm that we've been taught. Like, those were every single fairy tale I've ever read is that the divine masculine is the, is the leader and the truth right. is in in many ways like i think even moving forward there is something beautiful about um you know honoring a masculine to take certain leads so he can yes. leadership like okay like let's live here like you know we both decide it but it's also nice mm -hmm. to have the masculine take the lead because it also lets the feminine feel feminine you definitely know, other than being definitely. masculine I've, i can say i felt very masculine in a lot of my relationships because the masculine simply would not take any lead you know and i'm like yeah definitely and the women have gone through a huge empowerment project i feel like and that like the result of that and it's not the women's fault like we were doing our growth but the men have kind of been like we don't even know what our role is now like the women do it all you know, and they, they felt sort of like, you know, they haven't really had a place to be big and strong. So I love nothing more than to also just even sometimes play like, I don't know, you know, like <laughs> I want to be feminine. I want to be soft. You take over, you know, and there's just yeah. like something about like allowing that to be, even though you don't truly like need it necessarily. It is sweet. You know, it's just, I, I think, I think women naturally crave a man that has a, a center and a direction mm -hmm. um, you know like i don't think it's sexy to have to be the leader and the teacher to all you know anybody that you're dating it's like okay well could you pick up the pace a little or could you show up yeah and we want something to melt into yeah. right like the strong businesswoman wants to melt in some strong <laughs> arms <laughs> it's like hello men like it's, it's true women still it's not the whole thing about women empowerment i don't i don't necessarily buy into the i'm so independent like i don't need a man right. because at the end of the day heck yeah so you know a divine feminine does want um a divine masculine and i'm just talking about the archetypes you know so definitely it's not yeah. like they want to be so hard that they can figure it all out but when it comes to like if it's if people aren't evolving you know sometimes you just gotta mm -hmm. step aside in your own lane and do your own thing and be like okay um it's it's i i there's so much more flow here there than there is it's like going it's like being a salmon swimming upstream in the wrong relationships and that's no fun you know yeah i mean definitely some level of empowerment personal empowerment is going to be part of our journey right our evolution and then to like back off from that and soften and realize you can be empowered while you're like being soft <laughs> that, that, you know that that's also powerful to invoke your divine feminine and be like taken care of you know like <laughs> yeah. while you can you can also manage of course but there's something beautiful about allowing that exactly exactly and so um how, how do you feel that people can most gently flow into these new ways of being it's such a 
it's such a mixed it feels like a mixed bag of all kinds of ideas oh, yes. um i think people are just trying to find their way but i also of feel course like, you know i feel like there's been some regression because you know there's been such a lack of personal responsibility in some way mm-hmm. you know, some I, i've seen some communities like talking about being um poly and and like it, it feels almost mm-hmm. responsible and you know it's not really sacred it's like just an excuse to hook up sure. with people um yeah I, well i i definitely sense that anytime there's going to be an evolutionary leap that we tend to as a person or as a species kind of go backwards a little bit to before we spring forward so it's interesting you say that because i've noticed that too like i used to think wow oh, people are more evolved like a few years ago and now everyone's just like whatever like <laughs> but i how to navigate gracefully i mean first of all let's just all give each other a big break right now and realize that everyone's wounds are hanging out and we're all individually being forced to look at like our own weaknesses and all of this that's come up around what's happening in the world we're just all sort of raw right now and to be able to try to like have some compassion for each other both mm-hmm. sides of the lane and you know have a little bit more allowing for one another and possibly even like realize hey you know what this person may not have anyone else to lean on and this kind of whatever kind of relationship that you are in maybe it's a place to hold somebody right now like just to hold them in their stuff and that could be like one of the most beautiful valuable things we do for each other is to just be there for each other right now that's called friendship <laughs> that's and that's a beautiful thing there's nothing directly relationships should stem from a deep friendships i think a lot of times i so agree with everything you're saying it feels like there's no rules right now there's no rules yeah. so we're just feeling into this i think one yeah. of the key factors that i feel is that everyone's got to be you know doing the work like you got to show up at some level for yourself at least like don't like you know you you can't just use a relationship to offload on like you have to do some level of your own inner work like whether that be weekly sessions like with somebody like you or um regular talk therapy or something to just you know keep evolving like yeah. you don't want to be like one person is doing all the work and the other person is not like so there's something to do with um with with partnering i think it's really about partnering with somebody that is evolving with you that is willing to evolve with you and not to you know you can't really be lazy right now like that's yourself you got to do it that's what i think so there's a couple points i'll touch on these are all really good points one of them is you know sometimes like intimacy and sexuality is our most healing place mm-hmm. and so like you know not maybe not for everyone that they want to go there unless everything is in a in a specific you know label but it can be a very healing beautiful space that a lot of people have a lot of trauma around and injury around so just taking care to approach those places with you know the most loving mindset to yourself and to the other person like is this is this something that's going to be good for me and nourishing for me and a healing thing for me and can i also hold that healing space for them and if not maybe it's not the best 
course of action right now unless it's a long-term gig but i definitely feel that is a, an arena that healing is in dire need of and i'm not really sure how else people get to that except for going into it more consciously and more lovingly so that's one side of things as far as like the balance of work i i totally agree I, one thing i do notice over the time of relationship is that we always are drawing the perfect person to us for whatever our personal stuff is that we're ready to evolve in so they'll trigger us in the perfect ways because we are soul contracted with everyone who comes into our reality on some level in order to enact our evolution. I believe it's like very orchestrated in how we do this. And so if we continue to take the triggers as our own up level and they aren't there for anything but the initial trigger, then our continued evolution will cause them to fall away from our reality or someone to replace them if we just keep on our trail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah, everything is here for, for us to make those quantum yeah. leaps, you know? It is, it is such a funny and ironic thing. <laughs> it is. I mean, because we can stay on those loops for as long as we do, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. If we don't look at them as the evolutionary journey, we can just run around that track over and over again and then be like, wait a minute, I'm still on this track, or, you know? <laughs> so uh, how do you feel that, you know, embodying the involved relationship, like what does that look like, first of all? Well, first of all, I think it's hard to fully really know that until we are a little bit farther through this healing process, but I do feel it is the open-hearted union like we're really getting to the open-hearted union and that's why it's so hard right now is because everyone's hearts have been hurt and everyone has walls up and everyone's got you know just stuff there in the heart space and so we have this time right now that's asking us to just go ahead and you can call it forgiveness or you can call it self-love work or inner child work or any of that but it really is like coming home to ourselves trauma release <laughs> right? I think that's what it is. Everyone is so filled with to the brim with trauma and they're just Yeah. Sometimes it's not even good to go into another relationship. Right. Like, Unless you can just be with that ne- like next to each other. Like if you can be next to each other without having to like make it a thing, then I think it can be great. But mm-hmm. a lot of those um, issues and traumas are around things of a codependent nature. So it can be really challenging that you don't just loop back into like, I need this person kind of stuff. Because yeah. that's easy for any of us to do. Oh, yeah, it's, it's too it's too easy. And I think it's a little bit sad because it's like that doesn't help anybody. Like if you're just jumping from one relationship to the next relationship and you don't take a breath and actually resolve or heal from your last relationship you're just being a trauma spreader you know like you're just creating it's interesting because i mean i think i have like a really good track record of going from relationship to relationship and i think like my biggest lesson with that is and sometimes it would happen like as i'm integrating what this person is bringing up in me and i evolve suddenly they're not the match for me anymore and they're replaced by the next match for me so if i continue to do my work with 
whatever's coming up in the relationship, then I will continue to replace that person and tell their, like my highest self has attracted my highest version of self. And that's I don't know how long that can go on. For me, to me, that's just way too much work. I mean, I, I, I prefer like, for me to do the work and privately and then, you know, like, yeah, I don't know, it's just too much work. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> I can appreciate that method. Everyone's got their own way of doing it, you know? Mm -hmm, definitely. And some, you know, sometimes the work is slow, not quick. Like you're working through and with something for a while and that might need some space and that might need some self-care time. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is true. Like everybody is going to do this a little bit differently and to, you know, try our best not to judge each other that all of our wounds are hanging out all over somewhere, you know, <laughs> and to try our best to, you know, honor that about each other. Like, mm -hmm. That's my favorite word right now is like, can we just honor that we're all doing this? You know, no one's got a special ticket. Like everyone's here. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I can never, it's just very challenging to think like, oh, wow, that to be traumatized from a relationship and then go straight into one. That just seems really challenging, but I could see where there could also be some growth. Um, and I feel like it's, I feel like it's just a process that never ends. <laughs> well, sometimes your biggest healing comes from a new bond. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that person is literally just showing up to be the healing for the past relationship. Like they're, I mean, I don't know if you've ever felt like a person was just sent to you at the perfect time. But that often is, you know, maybe not meant to be longer term, but can be very healing in some cases for that person to recover from a traumatic situation. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um, yeah. So how do you and, and what what will happen if we keep resisting this call? Like, you know, this there, there's a call. And what is what is the call? How do we? How do we well, I think. Yeah, I think it's to up level. Like, I think our call is to look at this thing different and to not carry forward the old ideas of relationship. Like, we really have to be willing to set that stuff down and really not know for a minute, like not really know how it's supposed to look. Because I think if we resist and our souls are all trying so hard to evolve and expand and grow, but we're trying so hard to hold on to the old stories of relationship, I feel like it's a, like it, it's detrimental, like it, it keeps us bound, like it keeps us in chains, mm -hmm. you know, and it's almost like being torn apart in a way, like not to get too violent, but yeah. when your soul wants to evolve, our mind has to like, we have to like urge our minds and hearts like, hey, we can do this. Like this is part of the growth to let go of the rattle and now pick up the writing pencil and then, you know, yeah. let go of this old paradigm and be willing to you know, for me, I feel like we're moving to the stage of God and goddesses. Like that, yeah. I'm like, you know, let's do it all the way. Let's go all the way to where we really see each other. And so if I want to experience that, I have to be willing to step into my most evolved place and then trust that other humans are also taking that call, right? No, I can, I really resonate with that. <laughs> that's <laughs> philosophy, like that's where I feel like, well, I'm just gonna, you know, it's good to just, do you be in, be in your, you know, be in the lane that's serving you the best. Yeah, yeah. And that's perfectly fine. And if that's being coupled, that's perfectly fine. But it's like the, 
the resistance or the fear of being alone i don't i feel like it's i feel like it's so healthy at times to just mm. have that really be alone and, and feel it and, and just i agree okay it's okay you i don't so agree jump into something new like let's just be with me let's just be with me how about that especially right now i mean if you're not really like vibing with someone and it doesn't feel yeah. like you're on like a synchronized or a helpful journey yeah i mean some of the stuff if you if your love is strong you will be able to hold the container for healing and that's where that friendship piece comes in but if you're really struggling to be in synchronization like some alone time is probably going to do you a lot of good whether it's ending the relationship or just saying hey i gotta take it like a sabbatical like a personal break and really check in and then can we check back in absolutely that's beautiful and i think i just feel like at this time so many people are shifting so fast and not and it's not better or worse but we're just vibrating right. at certain frequencies and it, it's not it doesn't feel like the olden days where we, it was like hmm, and everybody's sort of like back doom, 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 you know like that old like there was a beat and it was a slow kind of moving beat and people were moving at that and mm -hmm. with somebody and it would be much more compatible than it is now where it's like there are so many different um vibrational levels that it doesn't sure it's not it's not the way that it used to be because we are going through ascension so true that was making me think right before we talked i was thinking you know relationships used to be almost like two-dimensional there was just like you were married or you're not like yeah. you know there's just two choices and now there are so many dimensions of relationship you could be in with someone else mm -hmm. that that to be able to honor all of those dimensions takes a multi-dimensional person you know like we're we're shifting into multi-dimensionality so it's a little bit wonky for a minute you know we're like wait a minute there's not just two choices now there's like a hundred <laughs> and yeah and so we get to learn to choose and construct the sorts of relationships that we want to have and i think it's okay to like you know be like hey this person and i we go biking together or hey this person mm -hmm. and i you know like we we're really good conversationalists and hey i like him to come over for dinner but that's pretty much the size of it you know and to really like <laughs> tailor make like what our relationships are you know that we don't have to live up to specific old world expectations but we do need to be clear and honest with each other about yeah. what's available from us you know exactly and how so how does one that's listening spark that initiation you know like it's, it's somebody's like well i just want a companion to go out to dinner with like i don't mm -hmm. you know, i'm not sure if i want to be intimate you know or i just want somebody that is gonna like you said go bike riding or, or whatever that right. is you know well i am noticing some of the dating apps out there starting to steer in that direction that are like just say what you what your deal is one of them was called seeking i think um but you know like also just in conversation like when you're meeting or you're you know like discussing even with friends like we're because we are learning that we're manifestors so even when we say gosh i really wish i'd had somebody to go bike with like realizing we're actually like throwing that out that vibration out into the universe and to sort of like be on the lookout for that like who mm -hmm. could that show up as like if i have that desire it must exist in my universe so i wonder how that's going to show up for me mm -hmm. and that in a way 
sometimes what has what we've thought to be this fantasy whole person that's going to show up and be our everything you know which and blessings if you have that in your life like that is seriously like the ultimate like amazing thing in my mind and i love to know that that could even exist yeah, yeah please and at the same time, like if that energy is not in front of me, I'm blissed out to know that all those aspects of that person are distributed in all the amazing people in my life, like the one in the many concept. And that we really, if we look, can have all those things fulfilled in our reality and are in some way already having them fulfilled, <laughs> just maybe at a lower level than we want. It's so interesting. So like, you know, I mean, I'm here, I am on top of this mountain. So like, if you want to go hiking with somebody, but you don't really want to jump into something romantic. And the thing mm -hmm. is, it's like, it's very, I think it's, um, women or men are different in the way where, you know, how do I say this? Like, basically, if you go hiking about five times, they're going to expect you to hang out, you know, more, you know mm. what I mean? Like, there's these weird expectations and I am not like, I don't like obligations of any kind, like that are not aligned to my highest and best. Sure. I think it's a very awkward thing because I don't think a lot of people's consciousness is there where sure. they still holding. Well, if you go hiking with me five times, that mm -hmm. means you're going to sleep with me on the sixth, right? <laughs> or something like that. So so I started doing this with men a while back when I was dating and, and I wrote about this in my book, Create Your Life, Not Just Babies, but it's a Toltec Nogwul technique and it's basically like creating an assemblage point between you and somebody else. And the reason why I wanted to do it is I was testing this idea um, because I learned that if you just connect sexually with someone first, that's where your assemblage point will always be. And so it's hard for you to be friends after that if that was your point, because it always wants to go back to the original assemblage point. Mm -hmm. So I started sort of uncomfortably and awkwardly like meeting men and then like asking them to create an assemblage point with me around something other than that, like say, like finding out what we both were interested in. And in your case, if it was like, hey, we're gonna go on a hike, then you know in whatever languaging feels appropriate to be like cool i like i love the idea of just having that be our connection point right now that we go on a hike and i really could use someone going on a hike and i love nature and you love nature and hiking's great so that like we're connecting on that level and then if it ever like feels like that connection wants to change it's like an opportunity to communicate again, which is part of the new evolution of relationship. I feel like we have to communicate more than we used to as a species, right? But we're not, um, taught, we're not really taught how to communicate. It's like, a, right. it feels like a new technology literally mm -hmm. come online with the verbiage. You yes. Know, they, it feels like big courses, like with hundreds of people. <laughs> and like, let's learn how to talk to each other. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do think that will come. I think the first thing is an energetic connection yeah. and talking, which is our Kundalini energy. And when we do learn to manage our own life force energy, we could communicate with somebody else's life force energy by connecting a chakra say like connecting through our throats and communicating telepathically hey this is where i'm at and when you hold your energy up high like that and they try to dip it down low it's like immediate repulsion like you'll immediately be repelled from that and so it's i think this for men could be really great because it's like teaching on a subtle level where maybe all the words sometimes not for all men i know some men are talkers but um you know, some of us just learn 
more subtly and energetically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel, I can feel people's intentions mm-hmm. and it's like what they're, what's behind their yes. And so if, if they're saying one thing, but it's different on the other, I could feel very threatened, you know, it feels very threatening, but if, you know what I mean? It's, it's so Yeah, and so to be able to both say like, yeah. hey, I can feel like I can, I feel what you're feeling. And some people aren't even conscious that they are projecting that sort of Mm-hmm. energy at all which again takes us back to this transitional time we're in which is you know like more about supporting each other through this change you know and it's an awkward time it's like just maybe not the time to find your forever person <laughs> you know it's just i mean or you might because you might just exactly click on the exact same level but it really is a transitional time it feels like um it feels like so much is going on inside the bodysuit. Yeah. There's so many shifts and changes, it, it, and it feels like it needs time to sort of level out. And a lot of people that have long-term relationships are, I've seen um, a lot of my friends are breaking up. They're no longer mm-hmm. together. Yeah, they me too. To get out of these old patternings and programs, they're just, you know, they're dissolving and, 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 it's it's pretty intense like it can be very very intense like some some of them are not so easy and for sure mm-hmm. yeah well this is accompanying the big awakening that's going on because that those big traumatic events can very much support a kundalini awakening mm-hmm. so when we have like a big change or a big like wake up call like that that is going to assist in the purification that wants to happen in the body so that the new reality come in so yeah we're in a big upheaval for sure Mm -hmm. and it's you know it's like meeting someone who you think you want to marry when you're 13 you know you guys still have like the whole of teenage life to go through together so bless you if you make it like some do you know because I've always wanted to I I actually never wanted to be married but then I thought you know I might want to be married you know I I might want to know how that feels like to have that yeah yeah and it's weird it's a very weird feeling because I never felt traditional but I always mm-hmm. did want the some aspects of the traditional, which is the which is like you know like a true genuine heart and sure and and growing together. You know th- those things are those are values, and I think it's mm-hmm. really important to also assess your own values. Like is absolutely matching my values and yes and sometimes it's hard to know exactly what your values are if you do have a lot of healing to do still because you might think something's a value and then the deeper you go the more you're like oh wait a minute now actually this other thing is my value so being sensitive to that in yourself too absolutely yeah within us like i've always valued time alone and time to create and um, and I think I think that's something that you know women across the board value. <laughs> I, I think you know. That yeah, makes- for sure. But like, say some like dream guy like swooped in and suddenly he made all your alone time seem like that much more potent. That together you guys were just like pulling in massive ideas and you're having amazing love and like synchronicities were happening. You'd be like, oh my gosh, I thought I wanted to be alone, but never mind. You know, like like anything can change, but like honoring where we're at you know like where we're each at i think it's just so beautiful just a beautiful thing like it is so beautiful i have i want to talk about one thing and that is Mm -hmm. um how do entities 
I'm gonna laugh so hard, but it's because it's a really big thing. Entities, mm-hmm. because in this time period, the entities feel like they're really, you know, revving up in people. Like, you know, there's yeah, sure, communication of entities within not just people, but like their lineage entities. Like a lot of dormant entities are being activated. I just wanted to touch on that because that is yes. an issue with relationships, whether we like it or not. Absolutely. So all of us, every single one of us have some demons in us. Like that's just our dark side or whatever. But when we're an integrated being, those are not imbalanced and they don't manifest as anything that's going to hurt anybody. So what are what we're seeing is just a lot of integration work that needs to happen. Some like owning and loving parts of self that cause those those entities to like dissolve in the person and really just become like a balanced whole. But many, many of us are still not wanting to accept some of the terrible things that we've done or that have happened to us or that we've seen or including our ancestors. So this again is just a a healing cleanup time where many of us that are doing work like you are, Radha, your beautiful healing work is to like go in and, and love like support people in loving their whole self, support people in like really like becoming integrated and whole in who they are. And that affects humanity when we have, the more whole people we have, it's like, you know, it models after itself. It's like one person, many more people do it. The hundredth monkey effect happens. The more of us that are integrating our wholeness. And I, to me, that's the really only way to vanquish the demons is to like, I like to say, swallow it whole, like just own all those parts of us. Like where have I had demons in my life? Like where have I let the demons in my head get away from me and like tell me things that weren't true? Like where have I shown up like a, a parasitical needy person to someone else and just own that? But that's part of all of us in some way or another, even if I just hoard all the Kit Kat bars and eat them all secretly, you know, like, which I am doing right now. (laughs) And just like love that part of me too, you know, like not be ashamed that there's, you know, we have like deviances sometimes or we, you know, like we aren't always like perfect angels in every level of existence. And we're not meant to be like, we're meant to be raw real wild like divine beings who know how to keep all that stuff in balance and without hurting people and know how to be sovereign right yeah absolutely that's beautiful that's really beautiful um yeah it's it's just so interesting because i i'm it's it's interesting because a lot of people are saying like well my partner's really shifted my partner's really changed like mm-hmm. they're like the, like they're having a psychosis or breaking down or you know like mm-hmm. certain like i i that's come up it's really come up so that psychosis breakdown could be a kundalini awakening and that this is actually something that i i kind of like bite my nails about mm-hmm. uh, is feeling like the information isn't widespread enough of mm-hmm. what this is and like humanity could really suffer to not know what an existential crisis looks like, which is what is happening when my spiritual nature is coming online and I haven't got a clue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is a big deal. And so that that psychosis is a really like commonly used term associated with the Kundalini awakening because it can feel like you suddenly just got hit in the head with lightning or you just had a blast of 
way bigger information in your head than you thought you could manage and you don't really know what's going on. So I would definitely recommend these people getting a hold of some information. I mean, I have a lot of stuff that I post about that and my courses are all about that, but it's definitely something we need to spread more in the West. You know, in India, they have ashrams all over India and for this exact reason which is when someone's kundalini awakening occurs, they often cannot function normally in society. Like it can be a state of just, I don't even know what to do with my life. And it can look like depression, it can look like psychosis or anxiety. And so that's what ashrams were made for. It's for these people to come and be taken care of while they make it through their spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm, absolutely, yeah. It, it's not a, you know, the whole process of the awakening, it's not like some glamorous. Oh, thing. no. <laughs> and I think, you know, and so people are like, well, it's not happening for me because look at what's happening in my life, you know, and that's just not. Oh, yeah. Except for that is exactly what it looks like when it is happening for you as your whole life goes in turmoil. And then, yes, that is the awakening. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so true. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Like, so, no one wants to make this happen to themselves. <laughs> no one is like, no one, if they really know what they're talking about, is like, oh, I want a Kundalini awakening. Like, no, you don't. Like, you, you can't turn this thing back in. Like, you just. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like a lot of the old methods aren't working. You know, like, even people that have been on medication for years, like, it's not working for them anymore. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the frequency of the planet is going up such that everyone awakens. So there is, like, an actual frequency shift on planet Earth. And I've heard people say similar things about drugs. And I have experienced that with plant medicines near the end of the time I used to, like, practice some of those, is that they just didn't feel like they did anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And I've heard even, like, sadhus in India say they tried LSD and they're like, what? Like, this is how I feel all the time, you know? So it's like, as we get to a certain level of awakening, nothing can touch our chemistry. Yeah, yep. like we really are experiencing God presence or source energy, and we have to learn how to adjust ourselves to hold that mm -hmm. in our minds and in our bodies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, it's so true. It, it's, it's, it's a different people, it's a different time. This cosmic energy is coming yeah. in their being and it's here to disrupt you. It's here yes. to disrupt your heart, mind, body, and soul because the old ways aren't working and we're here to create a new paradigm. So this is so That's right. incredible, you know, and we're and also the new earth relationships and that and that's part of it and yeah so if you're not in that blissful relationship guess what it's gonna get shaken up mm -hmm. and either uh, like give you an opportunity to better it and up level it or to dissolve that thing mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah and i mean i'm all for like working through issues and stuff but there is something to be said right now for this mass awakening that's going on like if you've been just staying and staying and staying because like you just think that you need to do that it's, it's a good time to consider like is this the joy of joys is this where my heart needs to be am i evolving here mm. wow that's beautiful yeah so it's like almost like the old obligations are no longer valid and part of your continual joy and growth because right you know, and i think that's why things are just happening you know and right you know and 
it can be shocking. Like I got a call last night at like midnight, you know, and this person was going through like a shattering in their relationship. Yes. Yeah. And it's like devastating. Um, but at the same time, I, you know, you can't help but think, well, there you go this is the beginning yeah i know oh and this touches on something i really want to bring up so i'm so happy you said that even though i'm just my heart is going out to that person right now um but the one thing is our perspective around heartbreak and heart shattering Mm -hmm. i have to say like one of my coaches really like helped shift this for me and that is to really know that being heart shattered is literally the best thing that could ever happen to your heart mm-hmm. and that actually like it blows open our capacity to love if we let it if we are able to sit with the uh, like rawness and the ache mm. and just really feel that that is an ripping open instead of actually a breaking like it's a breaking open and that that perspective actually made me suddenly realize I wasn't afraid of heartache anymore. Like I wasn't afraid to get my heart broken because that just meant I was gonna stretch again. And every time I've experienced that, I like my heart is really like so much op- more open. Like I can feel myself like able to love and care for people in a totally different way. And I know it is the heart breaks that have done it. So. Yeah, I just wanted to share that uh, even though it hurts so much and it does make me want to cry actually like feeling someone else go through it it's just mm-hmm. but it, that it's also so important it's, it's yeah. almost like one of the most important acts another person can do for us that like on a soul level must be so excruciating yeah I, I know I've had my heart shattered into yeah really yeah I know and then, but you know I you can always put yourself back together and that's and that's the amazing thing is how resilient we are but not just put ourselves back together but in a new way it's almost like i put myself back together in a new way and my heart is different it feels different yes it and it's more open actually it has more capacity like more depth to it exactly and that's why i feel so connected to these collaborative projects because i'm like let's let's bring healing to the world like i yeah let's let's bring these voices together and let's stand for this like i i really feel that it's so important you know now more than ever that we that we use our love in ways that is not just like a little love that's like oh i'm just gonna have this little love like if i had that perfect little love and had been protected that whole time I would still be a little person doing little things, you know, and the truth is the shattering exploded me into Mm -hmm. a new realm of possibility because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to get, my mission is the most important thing. I have Mm -hmm. to be here for that. And that fills my heart, you know, that fills me, like connecting with the other heart. So there's something about it and it is terrible when you're going through it. It oh, is yes. the first death of all deaths. But totally. It does make you realize what's at the core of your heart though, because it yeah. sends you right there, right? And then you're like, wait a minute, what is the most valuable thing to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really gets to your essence. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's the gift and that's the beauty. And, and so, so everyone going through a heartache right now, I just, I want to honor you, like just honor you and your heart. 
absolutely. Yeah, the heart is the gateway, I think. Yeah. It, it is a portal and it is a gateway. Mm-hmm. And it it's about letting it flood flood open and sharing that sharing everything you've got i'm like i'm gonna while i'm here i'm gonna share everything i got and i'm gonna show things i've never showed up before and it's you know the quantum (laughs) talk about fast tracking that really does something (laughs) to you where Mm -hmm. you're like i got this time on earth and i'm going to use it yeah and i'm gonna give i'm gonna give everything i got because Mm -hmm. this is it this is it Absolutely. And we have a choice every time some friction comes up in a relationship to just take offense or to just love that about that person too. like love their heart, love what they're going through, like honor them, love ourselves and just step away if we need to. But really just be the love um, that everyone really needs right now. Like when we open our heart, we are that gateway, as you said, and everybody could use a little touch on that right now. Absolutely. <laughs> we definitely need to feel that within each other. It's so beautiful. Yeah, we really do. Thank you so much, uh, Sasha. You're you're so gifted, and um, I'm so grateful that you know you're here helping others in this work. And I believe you do tantra coaching as well. I do. Yes, I do. And um, I believe you're creating an app. And so I'm really excited that we're going to be sharing all of that in the book, Energy, Healing, and Soul Medicine, bringing in the relationship piece, because that is a huge part of this whole journey. And it's a very important part. So um, thank you for being a spokeswoman for relationships. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for having me. It's such an honor. I really do honor union. I really do honor the, the relationships that I've had and just the opportunity to be in communion with another soul on so many different levels. So I commend you all who are dancing that dance right now and send you love and honor going forward into this new paradigm. Absolutely, blessing. So, so much love to all of you. We're sending our love rays out to all of you and I'll put all your information below so you can contact Sasha if you'd like to talk to her further. Much love and blessings for now.